From the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery, I'm Josh Young, and this is As Seen From Here. On today's podcast, clear lens extraction for chronic angle closure. There is a crowded anterior segment. So you have a shallow anterior chamber and a thick and an anteriorly displaced lens. First this. If time and money were no object, you'd probably go to a lot of meetings. Not just ASCRS, but EFCRS, APACRS, AAO, Hawaiian Eye, and Winter Update, and you'd learn a ton. But money is an issue, and time an even bigger one. That's why I go to all of those meetings for you, speak with the presenters you'd like best, and get them to distill their talks down to just a few minutes. You can see all of these interviews at no cost at the iWorld Replay website. Just go to ewreplay.org, E-W-R-E-P-L-A-Y.org, and enjoy. Every once in a great while, a paper is published that challenges our understanding of a pathology. Dr. Tanuj Dada's paper on clear lens extraction for chronic narrow angles is one of those papers. I was taught that an entity existed called chronic angle closure, in which intraocular pressure remains elevated or becomes elevated after an event of acute angle closure, even followed by peripheral laser iridotomy. I was told that this was the result of synechiae or of damage to the trabecular meshwork. Certainly, if this were the case, no further manipulation of the angle should prove of benefit. Tanuj Danda did not accept this as an answer and has published results of a study that has changed the way I think about chronic angle closure. I'm delighted to welcome Tanuj as my guest today. What is the mechanism by which primary angle closure glaucoma occurs? Primary angle closure glaucoma occurs in eyes which have a short axial length or a short anterior chamber or a thicker anteriorly displaced lens. In these eyes, due to a shorter anterior segment, there is a relative pupillary block. So when the iris dilates, it comes in contact with the lens. The aqueous starts accumulating in the posterior chamber. It pushes the iris forward. The iris goes up and blocks the drainage channels, the trabecular meshwork, and that leads to increasing intraocular pressure. So the primary mechanism is a relative pupillary block. However, there are certain other mechanisms which play a role in primary angle closure disease. There may be a thick and anteriorly displaced iris. There may be a thick and anteriorly displaced ciliary body, what is known as the plateau iris syndrome and there may be a thicker and an anteriorly displaced crystalline lens. So these are the various mechanisms of primary angle closure disease. So I, I realize this is very, very basic stuff, but I still think that it's worth going over. So let me ask you this then. How does laser iridotomy work? How does laser iridotomy treat angle closure? Okay. So once you do a laser iridotomy, you are bypassing the pupillary block and you are creating a equilibrium of the pressure between the posterior chamber and the anterior chamber. So once you make a iridotomy, the aqua starts flowing from the posterior chamber to the anterior chamber. 
and the iris flattens and falls back away from the drainage angle relieving the pupillary block and lowering the intraocular pressure so i uh, i'm i'm going to repeat some of the things that you just said just to make it absolutely perfectly clear so what goes on in in an acute angle closure event is that there is increased resistance to aqueous flow across the uh lens iris zone of of contact there's resistance there and that typically happens when the pupil is mid dilated and what this does is it creates a differential in pressure between the aqueous that is posterior to the iris and the aqueous that is anterior to the iris this causes the iris to bow forward this is what we call bombay and what the laser erdotomy does is it simply equalizes pressure on both sides of the iris so that there isn't this bombay and the iris can fall backwards the actual amount of fluid that has to flow through the iridotomy is infinitesimally small. All that we're trying to do is equalize pressure. Yes, yes, absolutely. So then let, let me ask you this. Uh, aside from treating the acute angle closure, does yes. laser iridotomy itself lower eye pressure in primary angle closure glaucoma? Well, basically, primary angle closure disease is a spectrum you have an acute attack of angle closure glaucoma where uh, laser aridotomy is therapeutic, it lowers the pressure. Then you have a condition known as primary angle closure suspect where the patient just has a narrow angle. Then you move on to primary angle closure, which was our study. These are patients who have a narrow angle with increased intraocular pressure. And then finally, you come to the category of primary angle closure glaucoma where there is an increased pressure along with the optic nerve head damage. So once you do a laser aridotomy, it can lower the intraocular pressure in patients of acute angle closure, in patients who are primary angle closure suspects and who develop intermittent angle closure. It can lower the pressure in primary angle closure. And in early cases of primary angle closure glaucoma, it is the first treatment of choice to lower the intraocular pressure. If this does not work, then you move on to other strategies of management. So before we we go on to what those other strategies are, since obviously that's going to be mostly what we're talking about today, let let me just ask you, what is the mechanism by which the intraocular pressure can increase sometime after laser iridotomy is, is done? Once we have relieve that acute angle closure, why is it that subsequently the pressure can start creeping up? Okay, so the, after laser adotomy, why the pressure goes up, there can be several mechanisms. As I explained initially, the mechanisms that are active in primary angle closure disease and in addition to pupillary block, maybe a thick and an anteriorly displaced iris. It may be an anteriorly displaced ciliary body. It may be a thick and anteriorly displaced lens. So with the laser adotomy, you're not taking care of these three mechanisms. Additionally, if there is a synechia formation, if there is a peripheral anterior synechia, the iris is in contact with the tabecular meshwork, that is not going to be relieved by a laser iridotomy. So if the tabecular meshwork has already been damaged, a laser iridotomy will not be sufficient. The pressure may continue to go up especially as the patient ages and the lens thickens, the angle keeps on getting 
narrower and you get an increase in peripheral anterior synechia formation. So that, that, that's great. That was a, an absolutely great point and it leads me into what I want to ask next. So in your study, what we're going to be talking about next is doing clear lens extraction um, and seeing what the effect is on intraocular pressure. But before we discuss what your study is and what the findings are, let me ask you this. If the mechanism yes. by which patients get chronic glaucoma um, from yes. an initial narrow angles that was treated with laser odotomy, if the mechanisms yes. are peripheral anterior synechiae, if the mechanisms are damaged to the trabecular meshwork, or if the mechanism is something anatomical with the thickness uh, of the of the iris or the insertion of the iris root, then yes. what is it that led you to think that clear lens extraction would address any of these mechanisms and lower pressure in the eye? So, uh, in these eyes which are predisposed to primary angle closure glaucoma, there is a crowded anterior segment. So you have a shallow anterior chamber and a thick and an anteriorly displaced lens is primarily responsible for this and with age the lens continues to thicken and that is why these patients continue to progress. So once you take out the crystalline lens, you take away the crowding of the anterior segment, the iris falls back, the lens opens and you are basically taking care of all the mechanisms which are responsible for primary angle closure disease. Because once the iris falls back, the pupillary block is dissolved, the, the thick anterior iris which was blocking the tabacular meshwork is resolved, the component of the lens which was pushing the iris forward, that is resolved. So because of this, you are actually treating all the mechanisms causing the primary angle closure disease with lens extraction. Tanuj, I found this a really, really interesting paper. I just want to say that from the from the outset. Now, the, obviously, the question that your study sought to answer was whether clear lens extraction would uh, lower intraocular pressure in patients with primary angle closure glaucoma who were status post laser odotomy. Can I get you to describe the design of your study? Okay, so Joshua, there is one difference in what you are saying. We studied primary angle closure. We did not study primary angle closure glaucoma. Oh, excuse me. So there, a, so there is a difference between the two. The difference is that in primary angle closure, you only have an elevated intraocular pressure. Whereas in primary angle closure glaucoma, you have an elevated intraocular pressure which has already caused damage to the optic nerve head. I see. I see. You know, I, I, I thank you very much for uh, making that distinction. Uh, but the, the patient population that, that you studied were patients with elevated intraocular pressure who had at some point in the past undergone peripheral laser iridotomy. Absolutely. So what we thought was that once the patient develops glaucoma and then you treat the patient, you already the damage has occurred in the eye and it cannot be reversed. It has gone into a irreversible stage of glaucomatous optic atrophy. So why not catch the patients at an earlier stage when they just have an elevated intraocular pressure? You take out the clear lens, you resolve all the mechanisms of angle closure, and actually you can cure the disease at this stage. These patients will not progress if you have taken out the lens 
and resolve all the mechanisms which could lead to progression of disease later on. So that is why we decided to do this study of clear lens extraction in patients who have primary angle closure and who have not responded to a laser iodotomy. They have a increased intraocular pressure despite laser iodotomy. So this is a very high risk group that is definite, definitely going to progress to glaucomatous optic neuropathy in the future. Yes, certainly, certainly. So let me get you to describe the design of your study. So basically we took patients of primary angle closure that is defined as a patients in which there is a aridotabacular contact with the elevated intraocular pressure and these patients were subject to a laser iodotomy which is the accepted standard of practice. So despite a laser iodotomy, after 8 weeks of laser iodotomy, they had a persistently elevated intraocular pressure more than 25. So this is the, these are the patients who have primary angle closure with ocular hypertension and these are the patients who will require lifelong therapy and these are the patients who are at higher risk to progress to a glaucomatous optic neuropathy. So in this study design, we took these patients who had laser iodotomy and elevated IOP, did a clear lens extraction and evaluated the intraocular pressure, the changes on the anterior segment OCT with the anterior chamber on the anterior chamber angle and whether we could get rid of the medication the patients were taking to control the intraocular pressure. So this was a pre-post study design, a consecutive case series in 44 eyes with primary angle closure. And what were your results? What did you find, Tanish? So we found that when you do a clear lens extraction in these eyes, basically three things happen. There is a significant reduction in the intraocular pressure, like in this study, the mean intraocular pressure from 27 millimeters of mercury decreased to 13.2 millimeters of mercury at one year follow-up. There was a significant opening up of the anterior chamber angle. So a narrow angle opened up after the clear lens extraction. And we could also reduce the number of medications that the patients were taking. And more than 85% of the patients had a success. By success, I mean that the intraocular pressure of less than 18 without any medication. And all of these patients before surgery were on topical glaucoma medications. You found a correlation between lens, between lens thickness and preoperative IOP. Can I get you to comment on that? Yeah. So what we found was that the patients who have a thicker lens had a higher intraocular pressure and the thicker the lens, when you, once you do a clear lens extraction, larger is the fall in IOP. So in these patients, it's primarily the lens which is thick and anterior displaced, which is causing a shallowing of the anterior chamber and a rise in intraocular pressure. Which patients had the greatest IOP reduction after clear lens extraction? So those patients in the unit univariate analysis, we found that patients who had a lens thickness of more than 4.7 and patients who had a higher preoperative IOP, those were the patients who had the largest reduction in the intraocular pressure. Now, you documented this very substantial reduction in intraocular pressure after clear lens extraction. How persistent... Yes 
How how persistent was the effect of IOP reduction after ClearLens extraction? How how long did you measure it to actually last? So uh, actually, these patients were followed up for minimum of twelve months, and what happened that primary angle closure is just the start of primary angle closure glaucoma. So at this stage, if you take out the lens and you resolve all the mechanisms causing primary angle closure disease, you are actually curing the disease. You are arresting the disease progression. So what we found was in majority of the patient, 85% of the patients, they were off medications and the intraocular pressure was less than 18 without any treatment. So essentially, this is a cure. Patients are having a normalization of intraocular pressure without any treatment at 12 months, one year of follow-up. So that was a very interesting part of the disease because all these patients would have required a lifelong of medical therapy. Additionally, if they had progressed, they would have required a glaucoma surgery to lower the intraocular pressure. But by a clear lens extraction, we could stop the progression of the disease and control the intraocular pressure and take them off all medications. Now, Tanush, this was the duration of of the study. Now, presumably, you you followed some of these these patients out after you submitted the the manuscript for for this paper. Are they still doing yes. well with with their with their pressures? So, majority of the patients, I would say, about eighty percent of the patients are still doing well. Up, we are now followed up more than two years. They are still off medications and they have no progression of the glaucomatous optic neuropathy. However, 10 to 15% of the patients did get an increase in intraocular pressure, and they still require ocular hypotensive medications to lower the intraocular pressure. So 10 to 15% of the patients are controlled on medical therapy. They are still requiring some drugs to lower the intraocular pressure, but none of them have progressed, and none of them have required any glaucoma surgery. Besides which, I mean, presumably the mechanism for elevated intraocular pressure may not be the same for for all of these patients and patients with real genuine damage to the trabecular to the the trabecular meshwork. I would assume would not respond as well to this therapy anyway. Um, so the uh, I was very impressed with your findings. In in light of that, let me ask you. Where should clear lens extraction fit in uh, to the therapy for patients with uh, chronic angle closure? So I think in patients of primary angle closure who do not have optic neuropathy, that is primary angle closure glaucoma, if the patient presents with primary angle closure, the first treatment should be a laser iridotomy. After laser iridotomy, if the patient has an elevated intraocular pressure requiring medical therapy, then one can consider a lens extraction because that will actually cure the disease and get rid the patient of medications. In our situation, you know, there is a problem of compliance. These glaucoma medications are quite expensive and many of these patients who come to us are from a poor socioeconomic status, they cannot afford lifelong medications. So many times we prescribe medications, the patient cannot afford, they stop taking medications and the disease progresses to blindness. 
So by doing clear lens extraction in these patients and stopping the need for therapy in the future, you are doing, uh, you are actually a very good therapy for the patient to take him off medical therapy, which is going to continue for the lifetime. Yeah, so Tanisha, maybe, you know, sorry, go, go on, go on, please. So I think uh, in patients with primary angle closure, with the clear lens and elevated intraocular pressure, despite the laser idotomy, you can go ahead with the clear lens extraction. However, you must explain to the patient that they are going to have a loss of the near vision once you take out the clear lens. And that is something we did not uh, study in the present one was to use a multifocal intraocular lenses. So we used only monofocal lenses. So although the patient had a good distant visual acuity, there was loss of near vision. So that was one drawback of this study. But that can be taken care in future by using a multifocal lens or accommodative lens to take care of this problem. Believe me, Tanuj, patient compliance is not just limited to that patient population. We, we, we've, there are compliance issues with glaucoma medications in, in, in all patient populations. And certainly, I yeah. mean, at, at, at the very least, this makes a very strong case to advance cataract surgery for patients with uh, cataracts that, that, that are subclinical or, or barely clinical, uh, if it's going to get the uh, patient out of glaucoma medications. Tanuj, th- yeah, th- this is... Th- th- a very th- strong point. Yeah, you know, th- th- this has really given me thought, both in, in terms of therapy and in terms of mechanisms for the, these, these patients, because prior to reading your paper, I would not have myself predicted that, that patients would have had uh, such a substantial benefit uh, to clear lens extraction because the conventional teaching was that you know once you have angle closure there there's 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 damage to the to the tm and you have a a a permanently dysfunctional tissue and and you've demonstrated that for a large number of patients that's really not true and that that, yeah. that, you, that you really can make them better tanush i want to thank you very 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 much yeah. number one for, yes, but- for 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 doing the study and 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 for and for publishing it yeah sorry yeah one more thing is that uh for this sort of surgery, you require a surgeon with very good exercise because when you are operating a patient with this 20 by 20 vision, there is no margin of error. So this surgery should only be done by very expert surgeons who have a lot of experience in phacomulsification surgery. It should not be done by trainee surgeons or, or surgeons who are not confident in phacomulsification. And you should always lower the intraocular pressure before getting into the eye. And the third issue is what you said, that the concept was that lens extraction is not helpful. So lens extraction is not helpful once you leave these patients to progress to primary angle closure glaucoma. So once there is a synechia formation and glaucomatous optic neuropathy at that stage, clear lens extraction may not be sufficient. You may have to combine it with trabeclectomy or use medical therapy. So if you do this therapy at a stage before angle through the glaucoma section, then it is absolutely therapeutic and can arrest the disease process. Tanuja, I want to thank, thank you, you very, very much for spending this, this time uh, with me today. Thank you. Thank you. Most welcome. Tanuj Dada is professor at the All India Institute of Medical Sciences in New Delhi, India. His paper, 
clinical outcomes of clear lens extraction in eyes with primary angle closure appears in the July 2015 issue of the Journal of Cataract and Refractive Surgery. Ask questions of Dr. Dada or any of our previous guests, or make a comment about any of the topics we've discussed. These interviews are meant to be the start of a conversation in which you participate. Write to me with your questions or comments at josh at iWorld.org. As seen from here is a production of the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery. Be a part of the next podcast. I'm Josh Young.